It's the Fat AZ Musky Podcast. I'm Andy. We have Vance joining us in the front of the Ranger, like always. We have Todd on speakerphone. Uh, no guests this week. Uh, we had a cancellation. So, um, it's just us three. So, bear with us. Uh, brought to you by Fat AZ Musky Products. Like Fat AZ Musky Products on Facebook. FatAZMusky.com uh, Ask to be Todd's friend on Facebook, Todd Young. Or like Muddy Creek Fishing Guides on Facebook, mcfishingguides.com. Right before I started recording this podcast, it's Tuesday night, I put up a contest on my Facebook page, Fatty Z Musky Products. Check it out. Uh, Anyone listening to this should know the answer. That's all I'm going to say. Follow the rules. Very important. Follow the rules. Um, Other than that... You got anything else? No, no plugs, no nothing. Easy, easy week. No plugs, nothing. Um, Didn't pay the heat bill. It's freezing in here. Andy's heat is turned on. It's it is sixty degrees in the pole barn. I turned it down because I didn't want the furnace to kick on during the podcast. But uh, you want me to turn it on? No, no. I, I just we got to bundle up. It's fall. <laughs> I'm I get the same thing when I'm not in my garage, you know, my, I'm home now, my wife and daughter are in there I'll making just... uh, pumpkin pies and stuff for Thanksgiving, and you know, my, my, my daughter's only seven, but you know, yeah. you know how it is, two women together like that, they're, they're going to be at each other here pretty shortly, so I know I'll just oh, stay I, out. I'm going to get out, out of the room. No, <laughs> go back in there and get that pumpkin pie. You, you well, got to pack I, for I, winter. I able to touch the darn thing, you know, that's a, that's a bummer about pumpkin pies. Well, I would just go in and grab it and walk out. If it stir- if it turn- turns into a fight, you got you got to start packing for an overnight sleep in the garage. Take a tent, yeah. some warmth, a bottle of water, some food, and yeah. just ride it out yeah. to the morning. Yeah. Yeah. So I come out. I'm I'm out, I'm sitting in my little workshop here, looking at a bunch of uh, raptors that need raptors and stingers that all need shipped out to Andy so he can get on some more painting. It's, the inventory's looking good. No, it's not. I, I think it is. <laughs> Todd, you, you saw the inventory last week. Yeah. It's, it's, I'm looking at, what, 50 baits? No, you're looking at 89 baits. Okay, well, you know, it's a long day. It's a long day. Eyes are bad. <laughs> a lot of them are getting shipped out. So inventory is not good. <laughs> no, I can't keep up. That's, I guess, a good thing. But Yeah. Um, That's a good thing. Yeah, you're not sitting in the Lund? No, I got the Lund covered up because I make a mess in this garage when I'm doing this. Plus, I got a deer, half of a deer. I got a deer, you know, a friend of mine got a nice box. I butchered a deer today, sanded baits. I had a busy day. Nice. But uh, How big of a buck? It was a 10-point. It came from Illinois. It's been well-traveled. Uh but uh, it wasn't a, it wasn't a giant, but it was a nice one. It would be a, it would be a really nice one for you know. So it, nice bucks are all relative, you know. In Illinois, that's not what they were after. Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. a three year old ten point. Yeah, that's what you're after. <laughs> you know, it was something like Andy's buck. Yeah, uh, which is a great buck. Which but was like, the... when you spend a bunch of money to go to Illinois and lease land. That's not really what the one you're after, but he shot it like the last day of the gun season or something, you know, so. 
Nice. He, he had passed up some bigger ones before that, but they're really into it. You know, I don't get into that hunting that much. I'm going to go try to get a buck, but I don't travel that much to do it. Yeah. I'm going to try to start doing that. I got a hunt booked for next November in Kentucky. You like oh, exotic hunts? Yeah. You've always been going on them, though. No, I, I went on an elk hunt. Oh, gosh, back in 08. Yeah. And that's what's in your living room, right? That's the European mount, yeah. That's what takes up like 500 square feet of your house. Yeah, I, I have an 1,100 square foot house, and almost 45% of it's my elk head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's if you start well, showing that. I used to do yeah. it all the time. I went for, for probably 15 years. I went to West Virginia. Between 10 and 15 years, I can't remember. There was a couple of years we didn't go, a couple of years we did. Because it always comes in the week before uh, Pennsylvania, and uh, we would get down there and camp, and we had good times. My dad, family, you know, I have a couple of my nephews, they're growing up and have kids of their own. You know, they got their first deer down there, and because uh, you could hunt before you were 12, if you did the safety course. I mean, we had great, great memories. Uh, then I did New York a few years, but it's just, uh, you know, I, I, you, you can get a buck and a couple of those in Pennsylvania, and... Uh, I just haven't been traveling to do it, mostly because I'm away all summer. I'm never home. <laughs> it's yeah. hard for me to come home for two weeks and say, by the way, I'm going going hunting for a week. Yeah. Already. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to do. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward. I mean, I shot my deer early, like I talked about in that podcast with Baker. Yeah. <laughs> it, uh, I didn't get much hunting in this year. I, yeah. I went out three times in archery. I did a total. I think I saw four buck, two were legal. I shot the one, and 26 doe, yeah. and seven hours of sitting in a stand. That's, that's a good, yeah. That's you had a, a nice. That's a good season. You, 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 yeah, have, you had some nice, nice sightings. That's I a, have, uh, I, I did, I, you got, oh, I told Andy this, so I think I maybe Vance does too. I mean, I did, I hunted for like three minutes, literally turkey hunted. Yeah. Uh, Just like a few I weeks was, ago. Yeah, I, I was I was loading the gun at the car, and they, they were they were cackling and flying down out of the trees right in the woods. I walked over and <laughs> shot a turkey. It was pretty anticlimactic. <laughs> Nicely done. That's it. Those exotic hunts and stuff, and we're you can tell the season's pretty much done for muskies. But uh, I can't. It's expensive. What's expensive? The hunts. The, to go, to say, okay, I'm going to leave my county and go to a different state and do a hunt. Like, I think it's expensive. When you, when you factor in travel and, you know, Todd just mentioned something about leasing land. Um, I mean, you're talking thousands of dollars as compared to, you know, a guided tri- fishing trip. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you're, oh, go- yeah. you're going from three figures, you're going to four figures. I mean, <laughs> yes and no. I mean, I, I five figures maybe you, if you start you, to get up into you know Nova Scotia. Yeah, like oh, yeah. It depends on what you're hunting. Mm-hmm. If you're going after a whitetail and you just want to shoot a, a buck or a doe or it doesn't matter, you know you can go to Ohio, get an out of state license, find some public land, and you could probably post up and within a few days at least get a doe. Well, what about, like a trophy hunt? Well, that's you know you know that would be I guess you know a trophy hunt. Could range. I mean, you could you could drop eight grand on a on an Illinois awesome bow hunt or yeah. you know whatever. But on the same token, you know, if you if you book a day with Todd, you might be shooting the equivalent. You know what? You might be catching the equivalent of does. 
you know, you're like, oh yeah, we got five fish between 30 and 38. But that trophy, that 50 incher, might mm-hmm. not come. You might not see them. It's it, but it, it it's it's a weird. It, can it get expensive? Yes. But but you might see them. You might see them. You're you're probably going to have a chance. Right, and on a public land hunt, for for a a cheaper price, you could you could go up to Walmart, get your hunting license, go out to any state game land, and you have the chance of shooting a state record buck. Yeah, it's not very high. Yeah, but literally that would cost you under thirty bucks if you had a rifle. If you didn't, you'd have to borrow one or buy one. Yeah, um, you know it's it's all relative because you just purchased two Alumacraft boats in 365 days, mm. which would probably topple anyone's hunting budget that's, unless you're going to Africa. That's true. <laughs> oh, yeah, and, 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 you know, a lot of these guys, I mean, it's their, I, I used to monkey fish with a lot of these guys. They're buddies of mine, you know. They had their own boats. Uh, you know, they had this, you know my, my one friend, Denny, he had a Sylvan. You know, he, he just decided to go. He got more into the hunting and took it to the next level, and they, they spent it's their past. You know, they go out there and set cars, set, set their cameras and set stands. They make numerous trips out there, but, you know, he, he doesn't fish anymore. Uh you know, and that it, 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 you know, and that, that that's just some of those guys. That's their that's their thing. You know, they jump in, head out to Illinois for the weekend, check their cars, check stands, keep an eye on their property. They've even purchased and leased, and you know, that's the only way you can put any of your own sort of regulations on it. When they lease up enough land in a big plot, you know, they can kind of control what's getting shot, and then they can, uh, you know, they get a lot of one sixties and one seventies on their property. You know. Uh, you know, they, they get a couple every year. I just saw pictures of two. They got, they had about six guys right one. There was two guys shot great big ones, you know. Uh, and they knew that the deer were there. They have sheds from them from last year, you know. But it takes money and it takes time. And, you know, it's it's, it's all different. Both. I just, I do it for the tradition, you know. I do it, I like deer meat. I'm not a trophy hunter by any means. Uh, but uh, I'll, I'll be ready. Yeah. <laughs> It, uh, it's like anything. How deep do you want to get into it will dictate how much money you're going to put into it. Yeah. Um, my deer was expensive this year, most expensive deer I got. <laughs> Considering I bought a tractor, all the, all the attachments to put in all these food plots, it, it was... Oh, yeah. But it paid off. Yeah. It might not pay off for the next five years. How, how about a boat, a garage for the boat? Possibly another storage <laughs> unit to store the other boat because I can't stand the snow on my car. And I got like maybe seven good fishing days out of it. So far, it hasn't paid off. No, it will in 10 years. <laughs> it, it's like anything. It's, your, it's the priorities you set for mm-hmm. But it is, it is, there is something neat. And, and, you know, Todd really likes the turkeys. I really, it's, it's, I think it's so cool, and I've, I've said this before, and I, I didn't really get to do it too much this year, but you're sitting, all the leaves, or most of the leaves are off the tree, you're sitting in your archery stand, and you just hear, of the little hooves hitting the ground, and you're like, okay, how big is it? Mm-hmm. And generally it's not big, generally it's a doe, or a dog, or something that's just going to ruin your day, yeah. a squirrel, but when you do see a buck that you're like, I'm going to shoot that buck. Most of the time, it's gonna 
it's not going to come your way. It's going to turn at the last possible Y, the last fork in the road. And if you have a rifle, it doesn't matter. You see them, you can probably shoot them. Mm-hmm. Archery, it's a little bit different. So it's, it's kind of like your heart is racing and pumping and the adrenaline's there and you're making stupid decisions before you even get a shot at getting a shot. Mm-hmm. You get a big muskie to hit. It's an adrenaline rush. A fish hit it. And, and, and you have that, you know, the, the fight isn't all that long, generally speaking. You net it, then the adrenaline, everything hits. It's like, it's, it's, it's flip-flopped. And I've seen some really good shots mess up, you know, shooters mess up some easy shots on big deer because it messes with you. It's, it, you know, Todd, you know what I'm talking about. You don't think clearly. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, no doubt. Yeah. Hard to, hard, hard to come by. <laughs> and it's it's like, like a, said, it, it's all relative. It's all, it's all relative. Hunting is the same sport as, as the fishing. You know, a big a big fish to me, a big fish to uh, you know, big muskie to me. There's a lot of people that don't think those are big fish. You know, thirty five, forty pounders. They're looking for that next level. They're not interested in that, and they're chasing them. You're going to different waters. Uh, you know, a big fish to some people is forty inches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. And so it's all relevant in how far you. I could care less about shooting a great big giant buck. I just got to get the thing mounted. I'll yeah. be honest. I'm going to shoot one if it comes by, but I really don't care. You're, I already have one mounted, you know. You're thinking. <laughs> you're thinking deer lasagna. Yeah. 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 I mean, and, and I know I, I don't want to shoot a doe, so I, I do shoot. I usually shoot a fox, and I usually, you know, I, I I butcher a lot of deer here in my garage, friends and family. I mean, I know how to do it. My grandpa was a butcher so you know it doesn't take me long i have the equipment so i get plenty of deer meat and i do i do there's no doubt i want to shoot a buck but i I, it's not like i'm and sometimes i don't shoot them because they're you know i i had one first thing in the morning last year a legal buck an eight point a legal eight point with you know uh it didn't shoot it wasn't very big i didn't want my season to be over that quick (laughs) yeah Yeah, just so just so some people out of state know in Pennsylvania, there's what's called antler restrictions on a buck. That they, in order to try to cultivate a more healthy herd, they put restrictions on the size of the deer you can shoot. More, it's the lower end restrictions. In the area that Todd and I are hunting, it has to have three points up, meaning a brow tine is up. You know, doesn't count for anything in terms of being legal. So it could be a six point with no brows. It could be an eight point with brows. It could be a half rack. With three mm-hmm. up, but no brow. It just has to have one side that has a G2 and a G3 and a main beam. For for anyone that, you know, can understand the terminology. Um, yeah, yeah. It, 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 was, it was four points to a side for the first probably 12 years of restriction. Yes. And uh, so, you know, most of the time you had to look for that brow time. If you were just looking to get a buck, it was a 12 or 14 or 15 inch spread. You know, a lot of times if it wasn't a 10, you, you know, you had to try to find a brow time. Well, in rifle season, when deer's point through the woods 75 yards away on the move, uh, sometimes you don't get the chance to look for that brow time. So they did. They made it three up three seasons ago. I, I think, think three, that was an excellent move. I, I, I really thought that was a smart move on their part. I really was happy with You know, the Pennsylvania, everyone... I, 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 and you know, I, I love the changes they've made. As we were taught, as, as the season went on, I said, I wish they would just make it three up so you're not spending time. I spent, I spent time not taking a shot because I was trying to see if it had brow pines, you know, and then 
a couple minutes later, you're looking like, oh my gosh, I wish I would have got, I wish I would have shot that deer. <laughs> yeah. Because it was a nice buck, but it was a nice eight point. But you know, uh, and I, that's what I always said. I was like, man, I, I just wish they just said it was three up, then you don't have to look for that brow. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know, I know, guys, archery hunting that you know, getting towards dusk at ten. 10 yards away looking straight down on the deer and they were having a hard time seeing it for their head brown time, you know, I mean, uh, so yeah, and then, and then our state changed this year I and mean, we, we got into a little hunting topic, but these are the first day right from Pennsylvania next Monday, so, you know, we always are looking for stuff to talk about, but with the, the, the state change that almost statewide now, uh, <coughs> uh, first week of the season, Monday through Friday, is going to be just uh, antler deer only, which which is another thing I've said all along. I mean, it was we always used to have two weeks of of antlered season, buck season, and then a three day doe season, and uh, that's the way it was since I was, you know, for forever until about ten or twelve years ago, and then you just combined it all, and uh, so it's going to be really neat this that first week of the season. If you hear someone firing, then there's a buck around. <laughs> <laughs> We're about to down, you know. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, I'm excited. I mean, I'm looking forward to it for that reason, you know. Which is another thing. I said, man, I just wish it would take just a little bit of pressure off of these. It was not that I ever shoot a doe in that first week of the season, uh, anyhow. But uh, so yeah, it's, it's going to be a fun season. Yeah, it's you know, I'm going to go. I'm going to. I have a little story to hit on that. The the brow tine how they changed it to three up uh, like a year or two before they changed it to three up and you had to have that brow. I was sitting mm-hmm. on one stand and just like I said, here it comes and I'm looking and it's this stand only has like one main trail and it's actually like I use it to walk to the ladder. So they can either come from directly behind me or directly in front of me and here coming directly in front of me, walk the same trail. I'm like, Oh my gosh, just a nice buck. I can see it through the hemlock branches it gets it like five yards. I'm archery hunting. And it's looking around. It has no idea I'm there. This stand stays out there forever. It's a ladder stand we built. It's there. They don't look up it anymore. Um, it's like an 18-inch wide six-point with no brows. Essentially, it's an illegal deer. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. I could, I could jump on you. Yeah. Blazing saddles. Just jump on this deer and ride it away. And I can't shoot you. You're a humongous six point. Yeah. And I, you know, I always kind of thought that, you know, when, when they did change it, I said, oh, it's to kill those six points that don't have brows because it was shortly thereafter <laughs> because I missed out on opportunity on that deer. But to, what Todd says makes a lot more sense that yeah. it's very, because I've killed a oh, vast majority of my deer with a <laughs> stick and a string than, than gunpowder. Yeah. And, uh. It's just that makes a lot more sense that to see a profile of a deer and then you can shoot it rather than seeing it turn its head. Yeah. But that was my little story about cool. a six point, illegal six point that's now legal. Another thing about the exotic hunts. I mean, do they? You know, if you if you if you go on one of these, you book one of these things at an outdoor show or anything like that. Do they usually supply the guns? What do you mean by exotic? Yeah, uh, I, I mean, you know, if we would go up to Nova Scotia, or if we would go up into Newfoundland or something like that, I mean, are these, like the place you're going in Kentucky. You uh, bring I mean, your own gear. You bring your own gear. Yeah, you don't have to bring, like, if, if like with a deer hunt that I'm going on, 
they have stands provided. You don't have to bring your own. Now, there's there's every level of this, just like with fishing. Mm-hmm. You can, you know, uh, there's some, there's like guided hunts, semi-guided hunts. Then you can go to like leased land and then you can do a do-it-yourself on public land or you can own land. Mm-hmm. Um, but generally, you always bring your own weapon. Mm-hmm. And and there's always recommendations on a minimum caliber or a poundage, and there's also laws that you cannot use this weapon mm-hmm. or that weapon or it needs to meet this. And yeah, but when you say exotic, I'm thinking like Africa and stuff like that. You're bringing your stuff. Yeah. And but you know meals are generally provided and mm-hmm. and all that stuff. But yeah, so you you're taking taking your own weapons. Interesting. You might not need to bring a knife. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that you know, because the guide might be gutting your you know animal, whatever it should be. Yeah. Um, if it's unless it's unless you're not taking a guide, mm-hmm. then it's all up to you. Yeah. Yeah, and it's all levels, and the higher the level you go, the more money it costs. And and and, and they have ones where you can go shoot as big of a buck as you want. It might cost you fifteen thousand dollars, but it's in a sense. And they go, okay, your buck's out here. Go get him. <laughs> you know, which you know, obviously most. People don't consider that real hunting because it's not. But you know, yeah. that, 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 that's another option that guys take. You know, yeah. you, you you see some crazy, crazy bucks floating around on Facebook and in different places, and you're like, uh, I think that you know, if there's a 300 inch whitetail that no one's talking about, it was probably. Farm it, it, yeah, it's probably a high <laughs> it fence. Usually is. I, yeah. I, I was, you know, I, I'm, I'm looking now. I'm, I'm trying to get, and I've Todd and I have talked about this a lot. Well, I've talked to Todd a lot about this. Um, I'm looking for about every year, every other year, to go on a quality whitetail hunt, fair chase, and doing my searches. I, you, you always get those deer farms or the high fence hunts, as they call them. I saw one advertised that's like. You can shoot a deer up to 550 inches, which is bigger than the world record elk mm-hmm. in terms of, 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 of inches. And I just, like, I've never heard of a whitetail getting over 400, let alone 550, which that's just, must be straight GMOs, steroids, breeding, mm-hmm. a freak. Yeah. But you can buy it. You can buy that deer. Yeah. I, I watched. I was watching a hunt on TV. All this has been years ago. Now I'm like, wow, that's not far from here. Over a high. I've never heard of that place. You know, they made it seem all crazy. You know, and you, know, you can come here and do a two day hunt or this day hunt. And as Andy was saying, you know, what? I've always wanted to go to high. Let's keep the price for you know. And then these are the guys. These are some of these quote unquote TV star hunters. You know, and you click on the site and there it is. You know, they have pictures of the deer. It was a totally a staged. It was totally a stage hunt. That deer was was an eighteen thousand dollar deer. It was this gigantic white tail, but you know it was just comical. They never said that on the on the hunt. Yeah, I, <laughs> I think the, I know. The, the hunting is different that way. You know, I don't know of any place you can just go and say, "Okay, we put a there's a fifty pound muskie out here. Go get it." Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's in this pond. You, know, you can't do that with fishing, you know. Yeah, we, and, uh, we fed it for ten years. Yeah. <laughs> We just we just put some weights in its belly. Yeah, and we just stopped we stopped feeding it. There's nothing else in here for last week. Mm-hmm. It should hit a bait any any cast here. And if you don't if you don't catch it casting or trolling it, it'll it'll well, probably go belly up in about twenty four hours. So just go and gill it and hold it up. 
<laughs> we're controlling the level of the yeah. water by a dam, and as the day goes on, we lower the water. Well, there we go. There's the next. There's it's the easier and easier every day. The opposite of cave run life in spring. There you yeah. go. When we went there. there yeah. There's a set of concrete steps <laughs> to get you lower and lower. I think we're on to something. Eventually, there's yeah. just a bathtub you sunken have, at the bottom. You have a tractor? You will be in. You have yes. a tractor. I have some property. We'll dig a, p a pond, transport <laughs> yeah. a fish, and, and go from there. Yeah. We can do this. Kind of big musky. Yeah. Talk to but us in anyhow, 10 years. So, yeah, we got, we got next week the, uh, next week's the opening day of rifle. and uh, So, I'll be going. Maybe I'll have a story. Maybe not. I'll be going. I'm probably going to take a video camera. Mm -hmm. um, when I do that, generally, I don't see much. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, I'm going to take a video camera so I cannot see anything. <laughs> I'm going to be in one of my towers. I'm, I'm as some people call, spoiled or lazy hunter. <laughs> I'd sooner build all these tower blinds and sit in there in comfort. Yeah. And sit there all day long, then to show how tough I am. If you can do it, might as well. But you have a bench press though in your towers, so it's pretty tough. You're constantly benching. Yeah, I just I just hooked up the propane, so <laughs> so it's going to be warm. It's in really there. tough. You go into these these stands, yeah, and, 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 and uh, you know since we've been on the hunting a little bit, you know, I had a friend get a hold of me on Facebook. I think he was out in Chicago, and he's like, "Man, I want to get out with you. I got my son," and uh, he just. You know, hunting is hunting is, is definitely, you know, I don't see it in the fishing, but it's a fading sport. It's amazing how many times that I'm taking younger people out. Even, uh, you know, even someone like Vance, you know. I mean, when I was a kid, the, the, the guys just went hunting, you know. And I'm not is that much older than you guys, but I mean, you know, 30 years ago, I mean, or he, he wrote a message like, do you remember back? When we were playing basketball, like we had basketball practice at seven o'clock on the first day of gun, and that was because the whole team, no one would have showed up, and you can't bench everybody because they were hunting because it was just deer season, and that's what you did, you know. And uh, you know, I, I just, I, you know, when you talk to younger people, I take people fishing all the time, you know, every day, all summer we get to go, and you know, there's there's fewer fewer people, you know. Or people ask me, now, do you hunt? And I'll say, oh, yeah, do you? No, no, I don't hunt. Just fish, just fish. A lot of people like that. And, uh, you know, he, he when he wrote that, you know, uh, I, 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 I wrote back. I said, yeah, do you remember the day that, I mean, we would get up in the morning for Saturday. We would go deer hunting in the morning, uh, you know, and maybe practice with a 10. Come in in our hunting clothes with the 30-06 in the car, Run inside, practice till noon, take a quick shower, put the hunting gear back on, and go back out onto the, <laughs> onto the, you know, so, you know, and if it was rabbit season, we did it with, you know, with, with shotguns, and we were parked on the school parking lot. My gosh, I worked with a young kid a couple years ago that, uh, he got thrown out of school because they did a random car search, and he had a, it was trout season, it was in the spring, he had a tackle box that had a fillet knife in it, in the trunk of his Sweet car. God, that's insane. And they, he got thrown out of school because of that weapon, because it was, you know, it was a nine-inch blade, and blah, blah, blah. It was in the tackle box. And I mean, I wonder if, yeah, 
I don't think you, you'd get away too much with taking your odd six to school anymore, but uh, and keeping it in the parking lot. But I mean, that's just what we did. Uh, it's just crazy. But I think it's definitely, you know, the, the, the hype is not around for the first day of God like it used to be. My daughter's school still is off on Monday. Uh, Andy's kids aren't old enough to school. We'll find out. I imagine you guys probably don't have school on Monday either. Mm, it never, we always had the first day of dough and the first day of buck off. And then mm-hmm. when they combine the season, I'm trying to think, you always had the first day of deer off. It, 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 mm-hmm. They they combined the season, like Todd was saying, and then we only had one day of school off because it was a small high school and it was very country-ish. And that's just... Oh, yeah. So you're saying these days were off dedicated because of hunting. When Every, every month, we would bring home a a calendar that would tell you what was served lunch that day. And on the first day of deer, it would say buck season, no school. Really? It would say right on there, yeah. doe season, no wow. school. It was always the first day. You know, yeah, and that's the way, that's the way my school is. I mean, that's the way our, every school I've ever been to. And my, I live out in the country right now. It's Laurel, Laurel, Laurel elementary. You know, they're a big conservative. And I know, I know that they're, they don't have school on the first day. I mean, uh, that Monday is, is uh, you know, it's first day of deer. It's the first day of bus season. But I don't know how, I don't, I don't think it's happening in schools all over, you know. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I remember one of my nephews, I don't even remember where, which school he was in. But, you know, I, I remember the first day of gun, he's like, oh, man, I, I, I'm going to have to skip school. I said, hey, what are you talking about? They have school on the first day of gun? Are they crazy? You know? <laughs> you know, it's, yeah. all where you, it's all where you come from and how you grow up, you know? Yeah. It, <laughs> and it literally just might be, you know, like if, like right in the town I live in, they might not have, I don't think they do have the first day of, of rifle off, you know, of, of mm-hmm. rifle. But, you know, I'm probably two miles north of, of the county line. You cross that county line, all them schools are shut down. Mm. It's yeah. just, it's, it just the demographic. How yep. many kids are oh, yeah. not going to be there? Yeah. I don't recall that happening when I was in school, from where I'm from. The inner city? No. No. You, 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 you didn't usually have Monday after Thanksgiving off? No. 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 Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, so that's kind of a shock to me. That's That was awesome. just normal. That's awesome. I, I will it say... It's like a whole... It's all, I mean... When I was a kid, it was a, I mean, the, the, the boys just went hunting. I mean, and a lot of the girls, too. I yeah. mean, that's just what you did. Yeah. Even yeah. the people who weren't into it. You went hunting with your dad or your friends or your family. You went to camp. You, you went up to the mountains. Uh, definitely a tradition, but those numbers are falling, you know. Uh, I, I did see something. I did see a number. You know, when I was a, when I was a kid, they sold, like, some of those years in the early 80s. You know, they sold, like, 250, 275, 300,000 youth licenses, 16 and under. And that was in the early 80s. And you got into like the 2000s and they were selling 30,000. Yep. That's a number down from almost 300,000. That's a big difference. (laughs) I mean, yeah. And that's what the sport's becoming, you know, more leased land and harder to find property. And that was the other thing, you know, when I was a kid, we didn't, we just went hunting. 
there were some people that had their land posted, but you know, we, we would pick up our shotguns and go for a walk and look for pheasants or grouse or, or uh, rabbits or whatever. And you just went through all the farmland and you just hunted, hunted, hunted. And by the end of the day, I bet you there were days we would be on 20 people's properties and I couldn't have told you who was who, but no one ever yelled at us, <laughs> you know, uh, it's just that you just went hunting. I mean, we always were careful. We have to stay away from the house because there were still safety zones. But if it wasn't posted, we just went hunting. You know, I have places that I drive by in the call bay. I remember all the rats we used to shoot in that field. And, you know, to this day, I still don't know who used to own them, but, <laughs> or used to own the field, you know. But, uh, you know, you wouldn't dare do that now without trying to find the owner. And, you know, the hunting times have changed. That's why I've always, you know, the more, the older I've got, the more I enjoy the boat. I don't care how many people are out there jet skiing, water skiing. You're in your little space, and you're allowed to be out on that water. And they can't tell you you can't be. So, you know, you take your own little, you create your own little space in that boat, and you can do your thing, and you don't have to worry about doing something wrong. Or, and if you catch one, uh, if you catch a great big muskie, you just put it back, and you can catch another one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You shoot a little buck, yeah. you're done. Yeah. Yeah. Even even if you see a big giant one rock by after you you know you drag that deer out, you're done. Yeah. Next so. year, one tag, you know. So it's yeah, it's 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 fading, but it's still it's still a tradition in PA. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, I remember when I was young, and you know, like tomorrow would would be the last day of school before Thanksgiving break, and then Monday mm-hmm. starts deer season. I would be so excited. It, for this break. Oh, yeah. But on the flip side, I was also a little bit sad because I would wish the first four days away. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Well, I'm wishing 80% of my vacation away to go this one day. Yeah, which is at the yeah. end of it. Which is at the end. And it was just this giant battle in my brain to like, slow down, hold on. But you're like, well, but the deer are out there and I got to do this. <laughs> and then you go into school on Tuesday. And it, it was always amazing to me. You know, I'm not a sniper. I'm not Chris Kyle. Um, but generally every deer I shoot at, I get. I'm always shocked when I hear people say, man, you should have seen the big buck that I missed. You just walk down the halls and that's all you see. This big, and you see everyone putting their hands up, you know, indicating how big the antlers were. And it's like, out of 15 people you hear say, they see this big buck, they shot at a big buck, only one person actually did. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, how is that possible? I just thought that I was awful because I'm like, well, I saw one and I shot it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's so that's that's what you're trying to do. Yeah. yeah. Buck fever, you know, the kid when you're a kid, you know, younger. I think a lot of people get the buck fever, you know. It's, it's, but I know what you're saying. I mean, it was so exciting. The next special, most special day after about the first day of, of buck season, you know, when I was a kid, was uh, yeah, two weeks later, the first day of doe, you know. We used to get the licenses accounted. You, you, you apply for your licenses by the county, and uh, you know you had to pick a county, and they would tell you how many licenses you would send in on a certain day, and uh, and uh, you you got a tag for your deer tag with your license. Now, if you got a buck, your tag was void. You, you, I mean, you you used your tag. Your doe season, your 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 doe uh, license was void. And I'll never, you know, so, you know, once you're, you're sitting there and you've got a doe tag for, let's say, where county I live in, Lawrence County, you got a doe tag for Lawrence County. 
and buck season goes along, and I don't get a buck, you don't see a buck all season, but boy, that first day, you know, so you've got, you, <laughs> you know you're going to get to get a shot at a deer, and da, 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 especially when you're young like that, you know, and, uh, you know, then you could go out and use your, use your, use your doe tag. Uh, I don't remember how long, it was a long time that it was that way, but I don't remember when the first year, I, I just, the dumbfounding the year, they said, okay, now you just get a doe license. So if you get a buck, you can also get a doe. And it was just like, oh, my gosh, we can get two deer in the same year. <laughs> That's crazy, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and, now, and now you can get bonus tags. And, uh, it's just, yeah, the, the changes just in the last 30 years, really, 30 years. Yeah, and I have no. You have nothing. I have, I, you know, like you touched base on, I just did not hunt. It was. Mm-hmm. My uncles did, but I was always, you know, my father didn't, and I was kind of shooed away from that stuff. Uh, and needless to say, I do do not have buck fever. I mean, Andy texted me today. He said, I'm going to go clear out hunting lanes. I want you to come and shoot. We're planning on going out in a week here to go hunting for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, yeah, okay, well, I'm going to fish. <laughs> Pretty much, that was the... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But buck buck fever generally, in in you know, is when there's a buck that you can see, and you yeah. just start getting all nervous mm-hmm. and you're shaking. Oh mm-hmm. God, yeah, yeah. That's that. I know that. I know that that adre- adrenaline and whatnot. I mean, yeah. it, it's just like when I first started going for muskies. Mm-hmm. I you know I fished that lake for years 15 you know this would be my 17th year up there fishing the first mm-hmm. time i went there and for the first 12 of them i knew that they were in there we never fished for them and then when i caught that one i was just like holy shit i love this stuff mm-hmm. this this yeah. this is it for me this i i have i have it i just completely mm-hmm. i was like that's it that, that's all I'm, I'm i'm fishing for right now yeah that's that's my passion so i mean that could happen to me again you know if we go out and you know i might fall absolutely in love with it i might take it it it, it, it will never it shouldn't if you absolutely love it the, the nice thing with hunting is that you're not going to give up fishing because you're going to be for me, I fish almost 12 months a year. Yeah, got it. I mean, it's o- fishing's over pretty much. You it's know, I mean, winding it, down. It's, it's winding down, down, and, you know, you could, pick, you could pick this right up. It falls right in line with the schedule. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just another awesome hobby to have. But, yeah. like I said, I just was never... Yeah, and th- there's a lot of people the, like my you. My friends didn't. Nobody did. I mean, God, we... we, we Woke up and we rode bikes, you know, and mm-hmm. sun up to sundown. My friends weren't weren't hunting, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, and it's, it, I mean that that's just how it is, you know. Back in the city, you know, it, yeah. it it just it was not it was not like that, you know. We would see deer all the time, city deer mm-hmm. and, and whatnot, um, but yeah, it's not for everyone. It's totally different, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember when we were done at the PMPT, we were talking to. We stayed at Tony Grant's place when we went down there this spring, and you know Tony was talking. To, okay. I, I can't remember if there's a big buck hanging on the wall or something, but it's a real something. But story, Tony, it was a real, real big, nice buck, you know. And he said, "I used to hunt." He said, "And here came up and I shot it." And uh, I'll be honest, I just I felt bad. 
Yeah. Hmm. And I and I said, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to do this anymore. It was a beautiful box. You know, he said, uh, I, you know, I, I, I had some adrenaline rush and everything, but he said, I just did not like killing that animal. And I can see it's gory, too, once you get one. I mean, it's a... You know, it's not for everybody. I look at it, like I said, I grew up, my grandpa was a butcher. I mean, he used to run around and, you know, chop chickens and turkeys' heads off and butcher them all the time. I know that's where the meat comes from. I know you have to do it. I don't really enjoy killing the animals, but, you know, uh, there's really people out there that don't realize this hamburger is top. (laughs) No, they don't. That's the honest truth. There are people that don't understand that. But that was a cow in the field, you know. Uh, You're just a documentary on Netflix away <laughs> from turning vegan. Trees. You know, it's yeah. their animals. You have to kill them if you want to eat them. And yeah, so. Yeah. Uh, Unless you eat starfish and you just like cut off one arm and let it grow yeah. back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, but I'm excited to go. I'm excited to go. I'm excited to get into it I like I, I said I, I never really had the opportunity to do it mm-hmm. and I'm looking forward to going out and seeing what it's all about nice you know, be exciting we're gonna see see how well you do let's talk about fishing well alright 41 minutes that's an important number because I'm gonna put if you don't want to hear about hunting skip to minute 41 yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's just BSing yeah, that's right. There's nothing wrong with uh, getting a little bit into the no. I love the it. Stuff that we're doing. I love it. Oh yeah. Well, I guess before cool. fishing, I did get a photo. Todd got a photo. Zach Baker pulled it out again. He got a gorgeous nine point. Yeah. A couple days ago. And he Beautiful. was on our prior podcast, and he was talking about we were talking about hunting then too. Yeah. He gets yeah, a big we one. talked. To, yeah, at the end. That's when right when Andy got his deer there. Yep. So it's been seven, eight weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the update. Baker got another big one. So love it. All right, fishing report time. Forty-two minutes in. Vance, you went out fishing. I went out fishing. Uh, you know, this is almost this is about eight days ago. I went out on the sixteenth of November. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I I will I'll I'll do this. We held our fishing report last week because we had the one, the only. Greg Thomas, mm-hmm. and we weren't going to bore him with our fishing reports. Yeah. So, anyways, yeah, I went out on the sixteenth. Uh, it was my father's birthday. He was he was supposed to fish with me. That fell fell through. Um, I went out for a couple hours. I mean, water temps. It was getting cold. It mm-hmm. was it was like right at fifty, and there was weather coming in and all this stuff. And and you know it it was just dropping from there. That was the last bit of nice weather uh we're probably gonna have all year um so i got out for a couple hours was i I went up to the the usual spots um and made a couple passes if i can remember it was somewhat flat the wind direction changed on me i was I blew over a weed bed. Uh, it was a really nice south wind, um, and you know, saw fish here and there. And then, uh, you know, when I got to the end of the end of the weed bed, uh, when I was, you know, just about done, the wind changed on me, and it started. I was pulling through with my trolling motor, mm-hmm. and I don't 
I don't particularly like to fish that way. I, I just don't feel comfortable comfortable handling my boat doing that. Um, so I just went, I just went the whole way back down. I said, okay, I'm I'll, I'll drift the drift the uh, the weed bed again uh, because you know anything can happen. I mean, it's it we've touched touched on this so much. It's all timing. Um, and I turn around and, and I start making the drift that way and I have my earbuds in. I usually am on the phone constantly when I'm, when I'm fishing. I always have those hands-free uh, earbuds in. And um, I was talking to my girlfriend. She's like, yeah, I was like, yeah, it's nice. You should come up, yada, yada, yada. Uh, you know, meet me for an hour and we'll, we'll, we'll fish. This is probably going to be the last hurrah um, for us to get out on the boat. Because uh, I don't want to take her out there and, you know, 30 degree uh, weather. And, you know, while I was doing that, I, I hooked into a fish and I'm talking to her and we're talking about her day and I'm, I'm reeling in and she's like, oh yeah, you know, I had a bad day and all this stuff. And I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, definitely. Yeah. Whatever you say, absolutely. You know, come on. You were paying and I'm paying, attention. And I'm paying attention to, to what's going on with my line. And, you know, it, it hit and it, it started coming towards the boat. I really didn't know how, how big it was, but you know, I, I knew it was a nicer fish once, uh, you know, it started staying down and whatnot. And, um, I was like, okay, Hey, I'll, uh, you know, come on up. I'm going to net this fish and, you know, I'll call you back. And, uh, you know, the fish went on a nice little run, um, towards once it came into the boat there you know it took me around the back of my motor and stuff and you know I let I let I played it out a little bit it's always easier for me to to do that uh when you're trying to net them when they're a decent sized fish uh and you're solo and you're solo and um so I got the net ready and everything and and the fish was actually wrapped himself up once it started to surface because I left a little bit too much line out there and it, it wrapped himself up into the uh, into the line I, I was using, which was actually it was suffix eighty pound. Suffix eighty pound. Suffix suffix eighty pound, which is actually a really nice line. I was using Power Pro, uh, but Andy, uh, nice enough, spooled my reel up with the uh, the suffix, and it, it, it's good line. And um, so I just netted the fish really quick. I really had no idea how big it was, and I mean. By no means is this a, a really big fish, but Todd, it was funny. I hung up with, with my girlfriend, and Todd was like, are you getting any? He texted me, and I was like, I sent him a picture of the net real quick. I was like, I might be like a, you know, low 40s fish. And um, I got it out, and I, w I, was, I was doing the work on it, and I eventually, you know, got all the hooks out and got the line untwined, picked it up, and it was, it was fat. Uh, it was... You know, like a you know twenty twenty some pound. It was it was forty three and a half inches, but it was one of those fish that was actually finally looked like okay, this is what a fall fish would look like. Is it was it was awkwardly fat uh, for for its length, and uh, you know when I when I picked it up and I felt its belly, it just had fish all through it, and I mean they've been pretty consistently fat and where we're fishing because they are just non-stop eating up there um but but this one was you know had a nice little belly on it and you know it, it was it was just a, a nice thick fish and I kicked it off and you know it swam off just fine and you know we we fished the 
the the rest of the day. It's crazy how you know there is like no dusk at all this time of year. I mean, it just goes from it's it's like you know four fifty nine. Nice and bright, and then when it's like five, five, it's just like pitch black. So you got to be off the water. We fished for another hour and hooked into one, and and that was the last time I was out. And I had another hit, and I missed the fish. Um, I hooked into it, and I handed the rod off, and uh, we to uh, my girlfriend, and we eventually lost the fish. And I. I that's another reason I want to get back out there and just, I don't know, you hate to end on a miss. You don't want to. I don't want to end on a, on a miss, you know, it, yeah. it, it kind of it gets at you, you know, a little bit. I've been thinking about that stupid miss for, well, since I've been out. Do you think Brett Favre oh, thought about bitch. that interception he threw? He did that twice. He was going to retire on an interception twice. I think he did that, didn't he? No, he came back. He came back for the Vikings for another year. Andy's a Vikings fan. No idea. Well, because of all because of one to the last. That would that's taking us the next one. Like, oh gee, I guess I'll get ready for another year of professional football. Yeah. Or am I? Or am I going to retire and, and hunt? No. That's what. Yeah, that's what he. Does. It's the off season. Yeah. It's the off season. That's You're hysterical. allowed to. But yeah, that was that was my my small uh, fishing report. I'm gonna try and get out here on on Thanksgiving. We're supposed to have a somewhat of a little nice weather break and a nice wind break. Uh, more, no, not what I saw. Not what you saw. Well, I was I was looking at. We tried to get out one more time over this past weekend. I was reading on the Weather Channel app. That's how high tech I am. Uh, of like 10 to 15 miles an hour winds and when I got to the when I got to the put in with my boat it was about 30 30 40 and I, I was sitting there I was like you know what this just screw this I'm going I'm going home we got Mr. Fancy Pants over here with a weather app I like to look weather at the app. newspaper what are, the news, <laughs> I like to look outside and it didn't it didn't look out it didn't look bad out you know and even when I was driving up there and then all of a sudden you know you get to that lake I was just like oh boy this is you're so close to Lake Erie. I mean, it happens all the time. I, I, we will fish all day when I'm. You can pull the weather app uh, wherever they have their little satellite thing that's picking up wind direction and stuff. It needs some work. It does need some work. <laughs> there are days when it's like it's ten miles an hour coming out of the northwest, which would be a very common wind, and we will fish all day blowing exactly opposite. Up from the south end of the lake, blowing towards the north at a nice little five or ten miles an hour. But it's like, it's it's exactly the opposite direction of what it's even saying that, it, that it's that's going on right now. That's why, uh, you know, yeah. uh, it, 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 it happens all the time up there where I don't know if they're detecting it up higher or they're getting it off of Lake Erie. And because it's so high, you know, it just hits that mountain where we're... we're, we're you know, we're only about 10 miles from Erie, and, uh, but very high. And, uh, the highest natural body of water from the Rocky Mountains over in the United States is where we're fishing. But we're close to the Great Lakes, so, uh, but it, it, it drives you crazy. And that's why, that's why I got a big chuckle out of one of those little Facebook memes or whatever they put up. Uh, <laughs> one day I was reading and it says, you know it's cold outside when you go outside and it's cold. 
Yeah. <laughs> when I read that, it just it just cracked me up because I tell people that all the time. <laughs> What's the weather going to be like tomorrow out on the lake? I'll be like, I'll tell you when we get down here tomorrow, okay? Because <laughs> <laughs> you know it's calling for this or that. And you can be like, yeah, I can't cancel because it's called for rain or thunderstorms. We'll know tomorrow when you get here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's, that's hilarious. Prepare for the worst, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, Todd and I have a fishing report. We went small. We went small and local. Um, this was the day after you went fishing. Um, we went to my little my little honey hole. Went to show show Todd what it's all about, how to do it, representing. And, uh, <laughs> Represent. <laughs> representing. Big and, event day. Anyways, the the uh, water was not what I wanted it to be in the main body, but I knew it was good where I wanted to be. So we went there. I had a couple couple spots I wanted to hit, and wouldn't you know it, within the first ten casts, Todd hooks one. Mm, natural. And it was in this little spot that I I said. I don't know if I said it out loud or not, but I, I always said there's try over here because there's a nice little spot there. Anyways, <laughs> so we, we crept up into it. Just, you know, I wasn't just about to go blast every single cast that I wanted to because I was still pointing out over here. I tend to see him now, whatever. And Todd casted a soft tail raptor and an orange belly perch. I knew it was shallow. He jerked, jerked. He goes, oh, there's a fish. And I'm like, I think he hit bottom. And then, <laughs> oh, jeez. Well, this guy it, doesn't know what a fish feels like. It's, yeah, he's this, only yeah, caught ten million. Yeah, but it was it the, the the way this area was. It went really shallow. There was like this bar coming up. Yeah, and I'm like, he just piled the bait right into it until I saw the fish swirl, and I'm like, that's a muskie. Yeah, and <laughs> so it wasn't a huge one. But it was one of these weird things because I knew Todd really wanted to catch a fish in this body of water. And it was like, well, what do you want us to do? Should I net this thing? It was a, it was a peewee, but yeah. it was still a muskie. Yeah. So we ended up, oh gosh, what did we do? We, we got the hooks out of it. You picked it up. We took some photos. And yeah, let it go. Yeah. Water temperature is 49. Yeah. No, 40, yeah, we had anywhere between... No, it was, like, it was, I thought it was like 40... I remember seeing 44, 45. That's but right. It was moving around. We traveled. We, we did travel. We traveled yeah. several miles. And, um, yeah. And this this, was, this, so, so that's just to let you know, the fish was laying in this little feeder stream type thing. Mm. That... Uh, I couldn't jump over it right now. But <laughs> yeah, I'll bet you could have. If you had a good running start, you're down and like if the you, long jumps over top of it. I would have done it like if I was hunting 25 years ago. I wouldn't attempt it now. I'd get wet for sure. But you could almost jump over it. If you had, so if you, you chucked had, you chucked up into that little yeah stream. If you had. Oh, and he ended up taking the boat up in there. It was about as wide as the boat because oh we had to like back up. We couldn't turn around. Uh, yeah, I put the boat in reverse. Oh my god! We just sort of backed up, and the, the, the trolling motor was stuck, and the fake motor was stuck on a tree. And I, yeah, that, I, that, that I, I smashed the, the Tarova hard on a tree, the top <laughs> of it, <laughs> because when we went up there, both of us were in the bow, oh my god. and it oh, sunk right. the bow. And when we came out, we were in the belly, you know, the main, the <laughs> cockpit of it. And Todd goes, 
the troll of troll, wham! <laughs> and it just went down. No and kept going. I was, well, I had to talk to get. We had to get back from under the tree, and I, I, I was like, the troll of going to hit me. And he looked at me like, no, not. We were just in here. Boom! <laughs> 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 fell out of the boat. He's like, I didn't touch it. Wait, we were both in the back. Okay, no, no. <laughs> yeah, it's full it, contact. It. That's what happens. That's why it's a Tarova. Oh, my God. I got a damn stick in my eye, man. You did? <laughs> oh, I got a twig in my eye. Oh, yeah. You need to Bark. get... Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's not what you're expecting. Thinking, yeah. I, I love, the, I love the, the, you know, like the pep talks we get about this damn creek and, and stream we get to go to. And we go out there and we get our asses kicked. <laughs> yeah. We wake up sore the next I totally, day. I totally forgot where I was. <laughs> yeah. I was doing all these underhand pitch flipping. Yeah. I was actually doing pretty good because I don't really have to be that accurate to that fish. Yeah. And I just, I just would like pick the bait, the rod up, and like, wham! I smacked it into the trees, and where was stuck in the tree? I said, you know, I, I just brought his weight. I totally forgot where we were fishing. Right you now, you need an ice fishing musket. <laughs> I actually had rod stuck in the tree, not lure, the rod. <laughs> Oh my god. You got fishing with Andy. It's you come back more beat up than if you would put a, a, a full day in, in four foot waves. It's but it's in a little creek. It's like dodgeball, dip dive, duck and dodge. dodge. There you go. Yeah. If you can dodge a rip, Brent, you can dodge a limb. Oh my gosh. So Todd gets a fish right off the bat. Monkey's off my back. You feeling you're feeling good. I'm feeling pretty good. And uh, so we get down to where I really want to go, and uh, we do a drift through, and gosh, I'm trying to think. We went through nothing. We turned around, and we came back up through this this seam, and I didn't see it except for the splash, and then Todd got mad and stomped his feet. <laughs> <laughs> And that was that was the time that was the bark incident. No, this was bark in the a eye. better fish that came off yeah. at the boat. Oh, really? Yeah, it hit right at the boat. And I, I called it where they should be lying <laughs> in this part of the creek, and it hit. But it, I don't think you had it on that long because you didn't even tell no. me you had it on. No, it did hit. I, I mean, I had it on. It had to show a couple times, and I, I mean, it, it, the water was murky. But I mean, I saw. I definitely saw it. It was a. That wasn't big, but it was bigger than what I was expecting. It was uh, bigger than the first one. Yeah, it was bigger than the first one, and it was one of those deals. You know, the reason I was a little bit bummed, I was like, "Dang it!" I just like Matt said, I don't want to end this season on a miss. So I, <laughs> I wasn't really crazy about even going fishing because we ended with my last cast on Chautauqua. But I guess Chautauqua is different. These trips around here don't really matter. Yeah. So, so then I go to what I call, you know, what I'm thinking is. He got a fish. We lost a fish. We're going to see some fish in my spots, and you guys aren't going to think I'm crazy for putting my body and boat through this. We go all the way up. Didn't see a thing. Right where, you know that, where that muskie came out for me and you? Backtrack to that hard 90 degree. By the blue, blue tarped rock. And that little one with a little bit of red on it. Oh, I gave away too much information. That's right. Yeah, you you know where that it it really crooks hard. Probably it felt like everything crooked hard when I went fishing with you. And God, my eyes! I was scared to death. So okay. Well, we we were there, and Todd was Todd was working, 
and this, what was it? This pike came up and did what? Did it do? It followed. It so figured it eight with it you. Hit and I, you know, it hit on the cast, and then it followed in. So and it, then it just stayed there for like. It just stayed there. Long just time. Chilling. I could point, I could figure eight. I could let it float to the top. We're gonna put. I said, here, I'm gonna try something different. I just let the raptor sink down to the bottom, like I. I kept feeding it line and like pushing it down there, and I jerked it and poof, there he was. <laughs> he he so, just piked too. He was well. He was just laying there. Yeah. Well, he was just hanging with the bait. Yeah. Then what I said is, I'm like, okay, <laughs> your time is up. I'm going to catch this fish for you. No. So God. I cast upstream, and I didn't just deliberately slam it in the water right next to the boat. And I'm working it, and there's a log, and I'm working it, and I'm I'm not even care about where my bait was. I just wanted it in the last ten feet of the boat mm-hmm. so I could catch this fish. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so the bait's probably 15, 20 feet out. I'm just working the glider. All of a sudden, my rod starts moving. Yeah. I set the hook, and there's a pike on it. Was it the pike? Not the same no, pike. Was it? You just ran over this, like... Well, see, yes, like, I ran over yeah. this little school of pike, and I had this one in, and it got kind of close to the boat, and I just lowered my rod tip and let it go slack, and it shook off. I'm like, I didn't want this one. I wanted the I wanted one under the, the boat. You let it shake off. Those ones hurt you. Well, anyways, then I, we went up. Turned around right where that one fish came for me and you, and we came back down. And okay, so that was one, two, three. That we 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 saw four fish, you know, or we contacted four fish. You know, we're counting pike and muskie as as a fish. Yeah. And um, gosh, I'm trying to remember all the little details. We slithered through everything. Oh gosh, we we got back out into the mainstream. We bumped into quite a few more pike, and then you yes. grabbed, you remembered that I brought Mitch. He brought Mitch, but he brought the box with Mitch, and I said, I'm going to catch that fish that you lost on Mitch. I put Mitch on. Tell me this happens. We're casting, and right in this exact same spot where Todd lost it, I was jerking, he saw the rod started to go boom, boom, thumping, I set the hook. Couple head shakes, it was gone. Damn. Yeah. But Mitch got hit. <laughs> Mitch got hit. Mitch got hit. Mitch. Of course. In the same spot. I would put money on that was the same fish that Todd had hit and lost. What a ch- that thing is just a chance getter. You got a chance yeah. when you're th- when you're chucking with Mitch. Yeah, that was like that is unbelievable. Mitch was like Peyton Manning two years ago, not Peyton Manning two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> 55 touchdown Peyton Manning he's the man he's the man I hope certainly well in two years at his rate he's going to be retired Mitch is going to be retired too because he's going to be eaten to death yeah in yeah. two years this podcast will be so successful we're going to be raffling auctioning off Mitch for children's cancer research that's, what, that's and we're going to open a wing of a hospital there we go it's going to be called the Mitch Cancer Hospital <laughs> yeah. dream big <laughs> so yeah, so that sort of wraps up that yeah, that sort of wraps up our trip. It was a great day. It was a great little trip. Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to think. We you know, we didn't stop anymore else anywhere else and, and fish on the way up and we called it a day. We had a eventful day. We unpacked a ton of raptors that, mm. that Todd assembled. Mm-hmm. Uh we talked about a couple weeks ago on the podcast and we hung them all up and I probably took most of them back down to fill an order. For GT Rod and Reel. 
who's also a big vendor of ours. He'll be at the Chicago show, Milwaukee show, Minnesota show. Oh, gosh, where else? We have rod holders, too. We have plenty of rod holders. Will he at, the, at these shows? No, he has some. It, it, it's it's a weird inventory for him to carry. Yeah. I did give him a, cu- a couple that people could take orders on. Yeah. But I don't even know if he's going to want to mess with that. Yeah. So whether gotcha. or not they have them, gotcha. that's that. But. There's a chance Greg, or Greg and Tony will have it or be doing something with the rod holders. Greg and or Tony, I don't know. Yeah, which that, that kind of wants me to... I want to bring up that, the, the new issue, issue of Muskie Hunter. Uh, what was it, Tony Grant's article, the uh, weed trolling. Big photo. Yeah. Have you seen it? Yeah. Okay. Amazing. Amazing. I still didn't get mine. Well, yeah. good thing I sent you photos last night. Yeah, yeah, I still didn't get it. I was actually talking to Tony today. He said I didn't get one yet either. So, yeah, they, I mean, <laughs> I've noticed that people get them at different times. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing it. But, it, I mean, yeah. Hey, it's good. It's good, good. All good. <laughs> yeah. And then we got another, uh, uh, we were just talking about Mitch a little bit ago. Oh, yeah. Uh, if you guys remember a few weeks ago, well, I can't remember when it was, October something. It was a few weeks ago. Uh, I did the, the, the uh, Vic Atardo, a writer from, uh, he writes for like Pennsylvania, New York, a lot of the outdoor you know, first fish and game and fields and streams and whatever he has. And he does the outdoor news, which is like a newspaper. They have one in Pennsylvania, New York. But anyhow, I took that writer out and he wrote a bunch of trip. I got a message the other day that it was in the outdoor news for, uh, uh, for New York. And he did, he, he just wrote about it. You know, he just wrote about the trip. He wrote a nice little article. I sent some pictures to Andy about it. And, uh, a nice picture, hold the fish in it, and uh, our friend Mitch made nice picture. Of Mitch, Mitch made the paper. Mitch made the paper. Mitch, Mitch, they made. got a great picture of Mitch. He he did it right at the end. He's like, I want to get a picture of that lure that I caught the bait on here. Hold it by the rod. You know, and I did all this stuff, and he took it. And he's like, that's perfect. And I was like, okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> I t- totally forgot because he was taking pictures all day. Yeah, but. Uh, he caught his last fish, which was a low, low, mid to mid to low to mid forty inch fish. We took a lot of pictures. I didn't. Uh, we didn't measure the fish. I would say between forty two and forty four inches, probably. But he got a really nice one, and then we ended our day there. When he caught his fish, we ended the day, and uh, he got it on Mitch. So we took a picture of Mitch, and but it's it's cool. It's in the uh, uh, you know, nice little two page article and. I just it was funny. I when I got it, I didn't know. I I just called up there and they sent me a copy. I don't get that magazine, but uh, they, they sent me a copy and I instantly sent a. Ma- <laughs> I mean, this Mitch thing had just become comical for us. Believe oh, yeah. me. Believe this, this was not planned. <laughs> Mitch was not planned. No. Mitch was a mistake. Literally, yeah, wrong day. Yeah, don't tell him it that. Just, it's just another <laughs> lore. I could that. we could call him anything, but it's been it's become very fun. It's become it's become extremely fun. It's added a whole other thing. It was a, I opened the magazine and I was like looking through and I said, "Oh, Musky article page thirty six. I opened up to thirty six and I instantly said, "Fast and Andy text is like <laughs> Mitch made the paper." <laughs> I, I didn't even read anything. Oh, I didn't even read the troll the caption. There was one mistake in the article where the caption said trolling crankbait or trolling jerkbait is a good way to 
catch these muskies, and it's Mitch. We didn't troll Mitch. Yeah. We we trolled a crankbait, but uh, you know, should have just should have said casting instead of trolling. But anyhow, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'm, I, we've all we're falling into the Mitch thing. But, uh, it, it, I didn't even know what it said, and I, I the message went out to these guys. Mitch made the paper. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it, it's funny so, be, because the whole thing with Mitch was, you know, like Todd said, it was an accident. Yeah. I made two. Both of them are wrong. Yeah. And, okay, whatever. We got a bait named Mitch <laughs> with the wrong date on it. And, and, and anyone out there listening, we did not plan this. Mm-mm. Literally, I was yeah. asked to, to put this date on there for a wedding gift. <laughs> and And now, all of a sudden, this bait that has an identity has caught a ton of fish. Yeah. In, in New York, has caught a fish in Ontario, has made the paper. I lost a fish on it. Mm-hmm. In it, the stream. Yeah, I mean, it just. <laughs> I mean, it the, hasn't made that many trips. I fish the same place all the time. So yeah. it just. And yeah, it was it, all it since funny. September. And I mean, we're getting people on Facebook, uh, email. Emails asking about Mitch. And I mean, we're getting all kinds of information. People are. People are getting on my boat to do a trip. Like, can I use Mitch today? And I'm like, sure, I'll get them out. Of course, <laughs> I don't even know who these people are. Yeah. So they obviously are finding out. It's 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 been a, it's, it's it's been very fun. <laughs> it's it's nuts. He'll be re- he'll he'll lay, he'll lay dormant, relax for a couple months. He'll be out there next season, ready to go. Yeah. 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 It, but it's awesome. We're gonna bring Mitch to the shows. Yeah. We're going to take Mitch, we're going to get a little okay. shadow box, and just put him in there, and put a nice yep. comfy our, pillow. Our podcast guys that, that come to the shows, I mean, hopefully we're going to start working on some stuff with these guys uh, that are running the shows, and uh, I, I think we're going to be doing one practically live from the show, so it's somewhere, we'll see how it works out, we might be able to get some people in there to... Uh, you know, to talk to us or ask some questions. We might just do with vendors, just like a show rundown. But we're, you know, we're going to have Mitch. Mitch is going to travel the shows. Mitch is going to make it out to, down to Columbus. And we'll at least, uh, I'll make a little special box for him. Now, <laughs> just no, you a got to. Bed. I'll put him little cotton balls as a pillow. My daughter does that for the Velvet ropes. <laughs> Come meet Mitch. <laughs> we're going to have a little yeah. padlock through the, uh, tie point so mm. no one walks off with them oh yeah he's gonna sign we can get him signing autograph oh yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you get your picture taken with mitch yeah <laughs> you get your picture don't taken. laugh there might be there might be people that want that can oh, yeah. i take a photo of this bait <laughs> people would want you know you catch first muskie with that bait and you know yeah. i guarantee you next year people will be asking for that bait can, oh, I, yeah. can I take that one home? How much for him after after yeah. a guy today? How much for that bait? Well, you're gonna have to yeah. donate enough to make a wing on the hospital. Yeah, a hospital wing money. Yeah. I don't like when people. I've had people do that. I had a guy. It was a beat up old tough shed that I had, and a, a guy, son. I mean, he was a he was a very wealthy guy. Uh, his son was was you know probably in his thirties. I, I don't know for sure, but he was probably 30 years old. But anyhow, they, they did a trip. He was The guy was originally from Chautauqua Lake. He used to live there. Or, or he used to live very close by, and he vacationed there. They'd musky fish, whatever. 
he hadn't been back in years. And we went out. As soon as we went out, we'd get one, we'd get one on. And his son reeled it in. It was not a big one. It was like a 39-inch fish. And uh, the guy's like, how much for that bait? And I look at this bait. I mean, I mean, nothing against tough sheds. I catch a ton of fish on them. But they're an $18 bait, you know, 16 18 bucks. And this is an old gold one, and I've been catching a bunch of fish on it, you know, and I got the rest of the week to fish, and I know I can't get another one. And I was like, I, I can't tell you that. They look at it, it's all beat up. And he's like, $100. Bucks. And I was like, no, no, I can't sell it to you for 100 bucks. So, and the trip goes on. It, it, it goes like an hour later. He said, 200 he, said he, he just looks at me and says, 200 Oh, my I said, gosh. What, 200 what? And he's like, I'll give you $200 for that bait. I said, that thing's all beat up. I'll get you a brand new one. I'll ship it to you. Just for free, I'll give it to you. I don't want to sell the bait. You know, I, I, I'm probably crazy. I didn't sell it. But no, it what you should have said was, <laughs> you should have put on a poker face, looked at him, he's like, Add another zero to that, and you're gonna you got yourself a deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I couldn't do that to someone. I mean, I could take their money for paying me to go fishing, but I was like, I can get you a brand new one. He said, "That's not the one. I wanna, I wanna have that to hang at our cottage or whatever." I said, "I, I can't stay that bait for two hundred dollars." But for uh, two thousand, would you have? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a plastic hush yet. All right. Uh, if that know, if that happens dog, if that happens next bone, year, I don't know. You know, uh, something like that. I would not want anyone to ever ask. I tell you what. If you sell Mitch for two grand next year, I I don't think we're going to be able to talk for a while. <laughs> I'd be pretty upset. I would definitely sell mystery. I admit that. <laughs> no, no. He's only been around for a couple of weeks. Don't you no. even get that thought out of your head. I mean, there's a date on it. There's no question on when I made it. Like nine nine fifteen. Nine nine fifteen. Never forget. And, yeah. And what was I've it? I've used him two or three times. I haven't caught anything bigger than forty six on him. He's not that special to me. Oh my gosh. I know. He I mean, is <laughs> rattling around in that Plano box. Just He wants to come out and just stick a treble right in your hand right yeah. now. He's rolling over in his Plano box. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Todd, how many baits would you have if, if, if you had to get rid of them that didn't catch anything? You know, if, if 46, if it's worthless because it only caught a 46, how many, how many baits would you have? That caught fish over forty six. Against. Oh, I don't. I, I yeah, I don't have all that. I would I mean, have, I have zero in my them, boat I was right that now. Is joking that happened for a week or two and get forty six. Yeah, because I didn't. I hardly ever throw them. I hardly ever used them. That's one of the only days I, I used them. Was the day that I got the forty six. That was his breakout day. That was his first day on the water, and he got seven. Yeah, I have one bait that's caught a fish over forty six, and it's in the mouth of my mouth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And I would sell that for two hundred dollars. There you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah, but it. Uh, Mitch has been something, something that has we've been able to share it with people since. Nine, mid, nine fifteen. <laughs> since yeah, and Bushak mm -hmm. Bushak took took the other Mitch. I think like the 18th or the 17th, I had it done for a while. And uh, he, he took it right before he had to go to that wedding, and which I 
promptly embarrassed him because it was the wrong date. Did he hand it to the groom? No, it was it was for a guy in the wedding party. I mean, did he hand it to him? He gave it to him, and he must. But did he was say, fishing what the with hell it. Is this? Yeah, it's this date. And it was. I felt terrible because that would have been awfully embarrassing to. You gave him the wrong one. That's like getting the a other, tattoo the, the of like your girlfriend and misspelling the name. Oh jeez. <laughs> but I spelt Mitch correctly. You did. Mhm. Mhm. So. Oh, good old. Oh, good old Mitch. We're at an hour and sixteen minutes. We were gonna. We talked before the podcast. We were gonna do a gear review. Do we want to do a gear review, or do we want to save that for? Uh, it's it's your call. Uh, I, I I think we're good for tonight. What do you guys think? Just a regular old. Mm-hmm. Part part hunting, part this. We got all winter. We'll we'll get into some gear review ones. Or hopefully we were supposed to have a guest, and we had someone that wasn't able to come. They were sick as a dog, so or wasn't able to call in. Uh, we have I a guest we're next have week. Somebody for next week, right? Supposedly we have someone lined up. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's going to actually it, be in the pole barn with us. Hmm. Yeah. Hopefully it's going to be. Hopefully it, the heat be on. really cool. Oh, a, is this guy special enough it, to it, get the it, heat it, turned on? It should on. be really cool. I will turn the heat on for Wade. There we go. I'm, the heat, I'm in last place here. I get the to heat is like on. Rap. It's 60 degrees. There's no way. You can see your breath. Yo, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll get into gear reviews. We got all sorts of gear. Yeah, and just so everyone knows, our gear reviews, we are not obviously sponsored by anybody. We're just going to tell you about the crap we got. That's right. What's more honest review than that? Yeah, all our all our boat stuff, fish finders, trolling trolling motors. motors. Uh, what else? There's not much motors. more to a boat. Boga grip. I'm not a gear. I'm not a gear guy. You know, when we get into these gear reviews, you got to tell me what I'm going to do because I'm going to look this stuff up. I'm going to unturf the boat so I can see what I got. Well, we could, I couldn't we, tell you right now what the number is on my depth finder. Yeah, because I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know you do, Andy, but I could care less. They just wanted. I just want to see the fish. Go fishing. Yeah. Well, we can do planer board reviews. Anything. Yeah. I know what I have there. Yeah. I made mine. So, yeah, we're good. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Some of that stuff I'm going to have to look up if we get very technical here. Email in, too. If, or email or message Andy on Facebook if you guys want to hear anything. Yeah. Yeah. Heck yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was nice. We had some questions. We've got some more questions to go over, too. And, uh, yeah, some, that, that, that works out nice. We got a couple other people that want to get on, and uh, and, and 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 some people, are, you know, call and say something, and then and then they're sort of scary. Don't be afraid to get on, man. We're just, uh, it, 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 you know, it's it, it, it's nice to get, it's nice to get people on, bring in a fresh fresh voice, fresh idea. It doesn't matter if you've never caught a musky and you just want to talk about trying to musky fishing, <laughs> you yeah. know. Uh, you know, we can do it any, any, any way. So yeah. So I will hit up the plug one last time. Go to the Fatty Z Musky Products Facebook page. I posted a contest. It's the last post. I don't post there very often, but I posted it tonight, Tuesday around eight fifteen, eight thirty, somewhere around there, <laughs> right before we, literally right before I called Todd to get him on speakerphone. I posted it. So. 
Message me. Do not comment on the post. If you comment and your comment is correct to the answer and everyone else follows suit, um, you're all disqualified. Mm. You are you are tough. Iron fist. Well, because I this is this is a test. I want to see if people can actually listen. <laughs> oh gosh, you're gonna be. I, I don't know, man. We're gonna see. No. But I said it's it's all it's all written right there because it's I know. Like, but you you wait. I mean, you, you get to know this. this. You got as you get older too. You realize how frustrating it can get with kids and when, when you were kids. You know, I can sit there and say, don't. Whatever you do, man, don't throw the bait right out in front of the boat because it's solid weed. They're right at the top. And people can look right at me and say, okay. And I'll turn my head and turn around, and they whip one 40 yards straight off the bottom of the boat right up into the short shore, and I'm like, ugh. And, and they're <laughs> like, know? I got one. It takes them five minutes to reel the, the swim bait in because the whole time they're like, oh, man, I think I'm going to break your line that's stuck in the weed. I'm like, give me the rock. Come on. Yeah, they, they have to do good. The regular Facebook people, I don't know. They're just people. But our listeners will do, they'll, they'll, they'll do it right. Yeah. And if you're not listening, you won't know the answer. So Yeah, so you guys just got a huge hint. But you should yeah. know it. But it, the, <laughs> the, um, the contest ends at 11.59 p.m. Friday night, which I forget the date. It's this coming Friday. Um if you see that it's ended, we're gonna we're gonna do the results on the next podcast, and we're gonna see. And if if I get some comments and stuff, I will read some of the funny comments because most people don't read, and that's not a slight to other people. But I have a story to tell with with the uh, Project X and stuff getting in Musky Hunter this past issue. You know, I got this on Monday. I I, I showed my dad. He's like, oh my gosh, that's so great, whatever. And he, I, I work, I work with my father, and um, you know, he he owns the shop, and he wants to go display and rip the page out, this and that, and what have you. Anyways, at the end of the day, he he takes the the magazine and really creases the spine hard. I'm like, well, what are you doing? He goes, well, I want to, I want everyone to see. This is my my copy anyway, isn't it? And I said, well, yeah. And I said, well, on the other page they mention Fatty Z Muskie, and then on the page after that they mention. He goes. Why didn't you tell me? I said, you had all day to read a five-minute article. <laughs> he didn't read it. He just looked at the photo. So <laughs> I, it's, it's just one of the things that people yeah. tend to not to read. So that's why I I just want to see if people can follow directions. Which, if anything funny happens, we're going to report on it. And it's going to be great. But the prize is an 8-inch Mud Puppy Raptor. And I don't know yet. I mean, if we get a lot of responses... I don't know if we're going to do every 25 or every 50, but if we get a ton of responses, we might do an 8-inch Mud Puppy Raptor for every so many responses, correct responses. Yeah. We'll see. We're going to see how it goes. But we'll, we'll do the drawing on the podcast. We might not have it on video unless Vans videos it or someone else. My phone's in use. But Absolutely. anyways, Fatty Z Musky products on Facebook. Check that out. FattyZMuskie.com. My email is... Right on the homepage, a couple lines down, you can get in touch with you there or message on Facebook. Become friends with Todd Young on Facebook. You can get in touch with him about the podcast and all that. Um, book a trip, 
mcfishingguides.com and Muddy Creek Fishing Guides on Facebook. Like that, he keeps it fairly updated. There'll be some fish photos trickling out from this past season. So, anything else I miss? All good. All right. Till next time, good luck fishing or hunting. <laughs>